0: Feeling in the
1: morning.
0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for downloading today's podcast.
2: Good show. Kevin Walters, wasn't he? Because he does do inspirational speeches, but that was,
0: yeah, he did one for us. Did he? Yes. Yeah, you were really inspired.
3: For what? I
2: love him. Remember when we went to the penthouse at um, the Johnson Hotel? He was there. He did a talk. Nah. Cool.
0: It was a great day. Was it? Anyway, he was very inspirational. He is, very much. It's what you need to coach. You need someone, mm. a leader needs to inspire. Yes. And I believe that's what he will do.
3: I reckon there should be a professional speech giver mm. for games. Like, they're not good at anything else. They're not good at playing. But all they do is come in and sort of, like, goosebumps, goosebumps like, a in a movie thing. Like, you'd be good at it. And mm. you've got, like, your little ghetto player and mm. you put, like, the music on, and then you give them the speech that they need.
2: Russell Crowe tried to do that for the South no, City no, no, Rabbitohs. Yeah. <laughs> and you would think that he would be good at it. I mean, what we do in eternity mm. Echoes in Life, and he, he gave one, and then they, he left, and everyone went, what the earth was that? My son
3: started doing it at games because oh, yeah. his thumb's broken. He'd be good so at it. So he comes in half time, and he gave them a speech, and I wasn't there to be able to witness it, but everyone said it was amazing. My mm. husband didn't tell me. And then my other son was playing, and they were just getting destroyed. So he went up there. And he was like, we need to remember our song and like recited a bit of that. Wow. I mean, like the preppies didn't get it as much, but they really went back on and felt motivated. <laughs> felt
0: motivated. Maybe Finney could do that. Yeah. yeah. Send him into the Broncos. Mm. See what they say. I could have been playing Fortnite right now, but I've chosen to be here with you. You showed like, me the same Do you remember respect. when you
3: lost against the Cowboys and it broke my heart? Oh, he You want cried. to break my heart again? For 24 hours. That was the worst. Oh, the grand
0: final that oh, they lost. Oh, it was
3: so bad. bad. I was like, oh, but Jonathan Thurston's there. He goes, I don't care.
0: I was really conflicted in that because the Broncos fan to me was devastated, but the football fan to me was like, what a game. What a game. That was a good game. Yeah, what a game. Time. He was conflicted. It was a great game. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Thurston, Queensland legend. You know, you could, you could fix it. But I'd tell you one person who never got over that Ben Hunt. Ben Hunt. Ben, Hunt, ben has, Hunt. He's never been the same since that day, Ben Hunt. No, he has not. And nor will he ever be again, I doubt. <laughs> Cheery outlook for Ben Hunt. Yep. (laughs) That'd be my speech. All right, guys, get out there. Don't Don't be Ben Ben hunted up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Let's get into the podcast.
1: Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. News
3: from around the world. This is when I play you a little snippet of a news story and you have to guess uh, what the story is about and what the language is. Yes. Now, Maddie, you have been away the last two times, and we've upped the ante. Empty? yeah, and whichever one we have upped. Um, is because I want specific story. Okay, so I'd see. Rod yeah, was and, filling in for you, and he was yeah. a little bit better,
0: right? And you boys, so. there are a couple of sickies, so yeah. oh, right. <laughs> okay, so first <laughs> yeah, one. Just, you know, I was coming down with CBF. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, what do you what do you need? You have to know exactly. You're not accepting roundabout. I'm not just
3: saying I heard this name. I want to know what the story is about. You need to be. Educated We got this okay. We're
0: educated man. We have studied abroad we, we have I, I did You've i have been to I, Year 12 in Gladstone State High
3: Yes And he's been to America mm. And Thailand, Thailand.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. To so get his, here we yep, go To get the work done Yep Okay here we go you Spoiler love it, right? None
3: of these
1: Are American
0: Right <laughs> oh, Damn it <laughs>
1: Ξέρουμε πάρα πολύ καλά ότι είχε эксπάσεις με την Έλεν και με την Ekpompetis, μόλλο αυτά τα δημοσιεύματα, τις κατηγορίες που βγαίναν και λέγαν ότι η Έλεν είναι έτσι, έτσι, έτσι.
4: Έτσι,
3: έτσι,
2: έτσι. I
3: didn't
2: get
0: έτσι name there though. έτσι no,
1: Sounds harsh. like they're singing the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Macarena. Play, one more, play one more time. Can... <laughs> ότι την, και την της, αυτά, τα που και λέγαν ότι έτσι, έτσι,
0: Etsy. Yes, Etsy, Etsy. Etsy, Etsy. And I heard pineapple at the start. Oh, okay. No, you didn't. (laughs) Etsy, Etsy, Etsy. Yes, yes, yes. Etsy, Etsy, Etsy.
2: Yeah. Where it's Italian. Italian.
0: I was going to say Italian. Yeah, I'm getting Italian vibes.
2: Absolutely no clue what the story is. No.
0: So I'm going to say Etsy. That's a website like Pinterest, isn't it? Yeah, that is that. (laughs) There is that.
3: You guys, uh, you focus on the, you've got to remember people have different voices in the same language. You right. Know? They're not all just deep males. No,
2: she Of was this language, yes. Yeah. Was
3: that a woman? That was a woman. <laughs> oh, it's a... Russian, and it's talking about Baka- uh, Cardi B and rapper
0: Offset, they got divorced. Oh. Oh, how did we not get that? Oh. Did you not
3: guess Russian, though?
0: No. No, no, no I didn't I hear in did... there at all. And I didn't hear enough, Luch. Yeah,
3: like, If I yes. hear a... Yes.
0: Like, that's, that's what I'm
3: saying, but you only think of, like, you know, the deep and male...
2: But Russian, do your Russian it's, voice. sir. Huh?
3: No, but this is this is a, a young to... Russian girl. It is a young Russian girl. <laughs> but
2: when you do Russian... You that's an
0: Australian more. girl playing a Russian stripper.
1: Yeah, very okay. different. Uh, next, okay, one. next one. Here we go. God, these are hard.
0: Yeah, today. no, these
3: ones are really hard. <laughs>
0: Um, See, he to
1: sounds to... like Ricky Martin. Groom. See, that time I heard Cardi. Something about groom, so it's something so
0: about
1: so a
2: wedding.
0: Like getting married? In fact, in saying that I hope I've got these in the right order. Oh, my God. Because uh, <laughs> that sounded Russian.
3: They did, didn't it? But thirteen ten sixty. 10, 16, if <laughs> you speak any of those languages, <laughs> and you can't direct oh, it. <laughs> that no, I'm pretty sure that... No.
0: The What's producers aren't even listening. No, because
3: why would you be cheering if there's a divorce? No, keep going, keep going, keep I, going. I Persever. would
0: See, I would say Russian and someone's been married reason uh, recently. recently. I but don't I, know. Who. I don't know. I've got no idea.
3: Uh, Ellen DeGeneres, uh, and it's in Greek. Okay. You play it again.
1: Любовь о всетах, драгоценностям, там будет что делить. Вспомнить только этот огромный каратник, который он подарил на 27-летие Карди. No, That says Cardi in it. That
0: says Cardi.
5: It does Cardi. say Cardi, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You've got me the, the wrong way, way around. Yeah,
0: you have. I'll accept my apology. See how she said we were mixing it up a little? Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. There, you know, I've been there before. Is there nothing worse yeah. when oh. you're knee deep in a segment and then it clicks to you yes. and you're and like, wait a minute, that's wrong. And then you're like, I can save this. All I right, can tell this around. for the win. Okay. For the win, all right? Is there only
2: three? Because we could still be mixed up here.
1: Uh, yeah, we still can.
0: God, we're alive, everyone.
1: La modelo poco a poco nos <laughs> ha compartido más sobre la recién nacida y durante el fin de semana. Gigi colgó otra fotito de la manita de la bebé luciendo un suéter más caro que todo mi armario. Es decir, de Versace.
3: So other way around, but anyway, let's <laughs> let's just focus on this one. This
0: one for the win. Gigi had did had the baby with Zayn Malik. We saw its little fang nails on Insta. Yes. 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 And I would, I would say that was Italian. Yeah, well, it sounded like J Lo. Mm-hmm. You can have the language. It sound like J Lo did it. It did sound like, like if that it sounded like J Lo's voice and everything. Play it so- again
3: quickly.
1: La modelo poco a poco nos ha compartido más sobre la recién nacida y durante el fin de semana, colgó otra fotito.
2: That's Italian. E- no,
0: was I right? Sp- Spanish. Spanish. Oh.
1: Spanish.
3: Speak Russian or Greek, that would have been the most infuriating
1: thing you've ever heard. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
2: the The expert. The expert. Ask me why.
3: Hey, we've all been wanting to, I guess, save money, and especially people at the moment, they're not going on overseas holidays, so they're focusing on buying their first home. Some changes have been announced in credit by the Treasurer. So we want to see how we could make it easier for people. We've got Effie Zahos, the editor from uh, Canstar Finance, commentator. Do you agree with the changes that have been made about credit?
4: Yeah, good morning. Um, Gee, I wish it was a lot clearer. I mean, the information isn't that clear exactly how it's all going to pan out. But, But essentially, I think what happened is that We kind of went to the extreme. After the Royal Commission, we had a situation where I was too afraid to even order Uber Eats (laughs) for for the fear that it may be detrimental to my credit score. While I do appreciate and I think there is a need, obviously, for banks to, you know, triple check things because we're human and humans tend to underestimate what they spend. Mm. Mm. We always don't remember that really we spent that much. I I can't remember. And that's the problem when you kind of have a self-assessment model. If the banks just left everything to us to be, you know, make sure we've got our facts right, this is it, then I think we are setting ourselves up for a little failure here because human nature is we do kind of underestimate what we spend.
0: Because that's what they're backtracking on, aren't they? They're saying they're bringing in new legislation to say that you don't have to tell the banks where you spend your money monthly. You just have to say this is how much I earn so I'm able to pay that loan back if I earn that much money each month.
4: Well, I think the playing field's still got to be leveled out at the moment. I mean, all the finer details out there. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Banks, are it's in their interest to to lend to us responsibly. They don't want to act as real estate agents and sell us up. Mm -hmm. It's not good for them, for good for business, for their shareholders, and it's not good for consumers. So I think it will be a halfway point. They've still got to kind of tick the ratios. They've still got to lend responsibly, but I don't think they're going to go into that forensic detail. I mean, I'll give you an example. I had one case when someone was uh, knocked back alone because their child was going on swimming lessons and the broker was told by the lender to say, well, can they afford this for 20 years? And the the guy said, well, if my kid's still doing swimming lessons (laughs)
2: for 20 20 years, years. (laughs)
3: there's a problem.
2: (laughs) That's a good point.
3: Effie, with the Royal Commission, there was a lot of people that could basically sue banks and they could default on their home loans. Um, Mm. They they took them through the ringer. Mm. Is there going to be more terms and conditions and a lot more paperwork so that you are responsible for whether you can pay it back? Is it going to sort of get the, the banks to sort of wash their hands of it more because they get the insurance, the mortgage insurance?
4: They get that, yeah, and that mortgage insurance has definitely got nothing to do with the consumer. A lot of people kind Mm. of get that confused thinking they're projected. At the end of the day, if they have to sell you up and they don't get enough money from the sale to pay the debt, they'll still chase you for that. I think the onus is trying to remove some of the liability from brokers and and lenders and back into the consumer. But like I said, uh, this is still, I mean, the changes aren't that clear. The reforms, I'm not even quite sure how the bank's actually going to roll this out. Mm. I'm speaking to several brokers yesterday how it can out they still see that you know the responsibility will have to rest in a sense with them to be lending responsibly but yeah you're right the onus is trying to go back to consumer and that could be a little bit scary for the more vulnerable because look at the end of the day you want the loan Mm. uh, whether it's intentional or not sometimes consumers do we can just want to get the loan and do whatever it takes to get there
2: what a roller coaster for brokers it's been though hasn't it because back then it, it was has. like well, that's it we're done and now yeah. yeah and
4: now it's a completely different market and i can understand the government of course the government wants to free this up probably more so in the small business area as well
0: all right well we're doing ask an expert uh effie zahos is on with us editor at can star and finance commentator um We've got some callers who want to ask you questions. They want to know how to save um, that mortgage deposit and, and how to save money on their mortgage. All we ever hear is, stop eating avocado on toast <laughs> on the weekend. you <laughs> would be able to buy a hurl. so mm.
3: ridiculous because avocado is not expensive. Since we
0: went through all that, everyone started planting them. So, so we're, we're getting through. So no, <laughs> Please don't give that answer,
1: Effie. Because... Oh, well,
4: there goes all my yeah. Nice <laughs> <laughs> Thank um...
1: you for your uh, All right. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. b B105. Be-
2: the expert. The
0: experts. expert. Ask me why. Yeah, Ask an Expert. It's the great Australian dream. Everyone wants to be able to buy their own home, and um, you always think it's going to be good. I'll be able to do stuff on it, and then you realise it's actually annoying, but that's all good. Um, we've got Effie Zahos on at the moment. Um, you can ask her a question. How do you save to buy your very own home? Thank you for coming on. And we're joined by
2: Samantha from Eagleby. Samantha, you're on with Effie. What's your question?
3: Hey guys, I'm just wondering
4: um, when it comes to getting a mortgage, is it best to go with a broker or a banker? Samantha, good question. I have done both. Look, I think it's important that consumers do your own research. You, you have to. You have to do your own research because really at the end of the day, everybody is a salesperson. The reason why I went to a broker, I mean someone like myself, you'd think I'd know exactly what, what I need and what. What's hard, and in my case, when I was getting an investment loan, is the lending policies of different banks. Back then, I wanted to find someone that would look at my situation individually and not with my partner. Um, It was a little bit complicated. So I either had to call every bank to see whose lending policy would suit my situation or call a broker. Mm. So I called a broker, and within 24 hours, he came back to me and said, Effie, there's only two lenders out there that are going to lend to you, A or B. Now, naturally, I did my research. I said, yep, great, give me B because that's the, the better one for me. Now, a broker doesn't have every lender on their database. Uh, they obviously are paid by the lender they refer you to. And so some of the cheapest deals on their database are not going to be there. But as long as you know that, as long as you've done your research on, on difficult loans, they know their market. So it just gives you another option to go through. So I tend to do both.
0: Tamika's on right now. Tamika, um, you're chatting with Effie. What's your question about a mortgage?
4: Uh, my question is, um, are you better to have money sitting in redraw or a day-to-day banking account? I'm going to split my loan and just want to know what do you think is best. Uh, Tamika, we're getting into the finer details now. Um, redraw or offset? So both of them do the same thing. They kind of minimise the interest that you pay on your home loan. Personally, I probably prefer offset. The reason being is there are a lot of conditions attached to redraws. If a redraw actually sits in your home loan, if you can visualise this like one bucket within that bucket, you've got an area where you can actually put the money in and it sits within the home loan. So if your situation changes, and we saw this happen not long ago where some banks stop redraws or they stop customers taking their money out because their situation changed or there were errors made, there is the risk of that with redraw. Offset is a transaction account. So if you can visualize one bucket's your home loan, the other bucket is your transaction account, whatever money is sitting in, in that transaction account, it offsets the interest that's charged on your home loan. Now, they're both great ways to knock off you know, your interest on your mortgage, but you've actually got to have money in there. Mm. If you don't, then you're paying for a feature like Offset that you're not using and you may pay a little bit more interest on there. All in all, they are great little features if you have some money to, to, to put in there and it's a great way to save. Effie, have you locked in your interest rates? Uh, no. No, the reason why I don't is because my husband is a small business owner, as I said, so variable income. It, it just suits me. But right now, you know, I probably seriously consider it because interest rates on fixed rate loans are the lowest so they've ever low. been. They're so low. So we're looking at now, I can tell you, I think the cheapest on CanStar's database is 1.90%. We're also looking at a situation quite possibly that the RBA next week may, is it next week? Yeah, Yeah. It is next week. Yeah, RBA yeah. may cut interest rates. So look, we do know that the RBA's got this benchmark that they've got to get inflation and unemployment to a certain level. They're going to keep rates low. So I think you're pretty safe to have a look at some fixed rates and lock in. If you're not sleeping at night, it worries you, then maybe consider hedging your bets, fixed variable.
0: Effie, tell me this. How can I save for my house deposit but still have a life? Mm-hmm. Everyone, just, you know, everyone <laughs> says the same thing when you're trying to save for a house. They say, well, you need to sacrifice your holidays. You need to stop doing this. You need to stop doing that. But there's got to be – there must be some sort of way to still live and save no, that money. Not. Stop
4: <laughs> wanting everything. Stop <laughs> wanting it all and buckle down now. Look, I don't want to have it all. Thing. I just want to be able to live, <laughs> Effie. Look, nobody lives once they've got a mortgage, I can tell you. That's it. It's all over. <laughs> okay. I invested in shares when I was quite young, but I had no idea what I was doing. And um, ignorance is sometimes bliss. And I worked for uh, – I worked in a bank. I was a graduate trainee. And obviously I thought, oh, I might as well invest in the bank that I work for. It was a good call because back then bank stocks were really low. They were kind of a you know a no-brainer and I bought a whole lot of Westpac shares and CBA and so on and um, did well out of that. You need to work a bit backwards. What is it that you're trying to get to? Your goal of earning a home. How much are you looking at and how will I get there? And then maybe even speak to a financial advisor or a robo-advisor and maybe diversify your investments and maybe even look at, you know, the first-time loan deposit scheme. All right.
0: Uh, And last question, back in Lee.
3: Is it right? So I wanted to pay my mortgage weekly rather than monthly. Um, Is it just a myth that if you pay it more frequently that you're saving or is is one month sum at the end of the month still
4: okay? It's not a myth. The important thing about mortgages is to understand how they work. I know it sounds boring, but once you do, then you'll be hell-bent on putting even, you know, five bucks in if you've got spare. So interest is calculated on the daily balance and charge monthly so if you can pay daily then what happens that means that your balance that day has fallen by that amount so the interest that's calculated on that day is a little bit less so and that just kind of compounds that effect so obviously a big difference is fortnightly versus monthly but i do urge you get your monthly payment divided by two don't get your monthly payment times by 12 divided by 26 because you're not putting that extra repayment in and weekly doesn't see as big a savings as fortnightly from monthly but it still Mm. sees you save more just a little bit more so look if you can pay weekly you can pay regular go for it okay so the main thing you said that was compounding okay right thank you pleasure
0: so if you go out with 200 bucks on a night on the grog and you come home with $20, bucks, do not buy KFC the next day. Put it on your mortgage.
4: <laughs> do a direct debit straight into
1: mortgage. That is
0: absolutely right. <laughs> hey, Effie, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your help this morning.
1: Thank you, guys. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
0: You got your tickets
3: to the game? Yes, I'm so, so excited. Exciting. They take on Richmond tomorrow night at the Gabba. We haven't won to against to Richmond for a wee bit of time.
2: Mm, how long?
3: Uh, you know, a few years.
2: Okay. Um,
3: and Who's add counting? a lot. Sports <laughs> stats Please.
0: count for nothing. Yeah.
3: It doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm not going to highlight it, but we've, we've got this.
0: So, uh, this weekend, what day are they taking them on? Tomorrow. Tomorrow Tomorrow night,
3: 10 to 8 at The Gabba. All
0: right. So everyone's getting a buzz about the AFL Grand Final being here in Brisbane. The Lions hopefully getting in. And remember we spoke to Zorko, it must have been months ago now. Yeah, and it was about the fact um, of, that they'll have to play Richmond again. And this was where the conversation went. Richmond, surely that they're going to have to have some sort of campaign, the Richmond Tigers, around Tiger King where they you do something. You reckon Carol Baskin's going to be their number one ticket holder? <laughs> when you guys play them, you should do something Carol Baskin themed and they should do something Joe Exotic themed. And you love a dress
3: up. Dane, you normally get everyone
5: I involved. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if there's one
6: thing to come out of that show, it's a dress-up for us on a Friday you know? Yeah, baby! <laughs> uh, <Wow. you> know?
0: <laughs> You know how Carol Baskin has her YouTube channel? Mm. Carol Baskin, one of the biggest names from the Netflix series Tiger King. Yeah. And she's, she's on
3: like Dancing with the Stars? Is she doing did.
0: well? Has anyone seen her dance? I
3: haven't seen.
0: Dances horribly, but because oh, she's what Carol Baskin. <laughs> I thought she would have nailed it. She'll stay in there. That's where Hail Your Cool Cats and Kittens comes from, because yep. that's how she starts all of her videos when she does Big Cat Rescue mm. updates. Um, she was doing one just the other day.
6: Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, it's Carol Baskin from Big Cat Rescue. You know, one of the questions I get asked the most is, which would win in a fight, lions or tigers? Lions and tigers don't even live on the same continent, with the exception of a little pocket of about 15 lions in the Kerr Forest in Asia. I thought thought that myself.
0: Hmm. So it's stupid. Don't ask that question.
6: No, that's how I bet.
2: Which animal would win? How of the Broncos and the Sharks? <laughs> yeah, sharks, so obviously. You're yeah. yeah. aren't you? I'm
0: loaded. She's like, don't... <laughs> How do you think know you bought the house and oh. uh, Don't. So don't worry about that, people. That's not even a question. Yeah. But if you really want to know who will win out of Lions or Tigers, Lions or Tigers. Or well, These kind of Tigers, the Brisbane Lions
6: taking on the Richmond Tigers in the finals at the Australian Football League next week, those kinds of Lions and Tigers I can talk about. I hear it's called the Big Cat Derby. That's cool. I'm glad there aren't any real cats at the Big Cat Derby, or you'd be hearing from me, you'd be asking for a baskin if you were using live animals in your production. So thank you very much for not doing that. Oh,
3: my God. How much has someone paid her for
0: this? Well, this is the thing. We're not 100% sure how it's happened. She's not on Cameo or anything, is she? This is just on her YouTube channel when right. she's doing the Big Cat Rescue. All right. Update. As Do you reckon Jenna. she realises how big she is over here?
2: Or a basket? And I think she does. Oh, yeah. I think she's aware oh. that it was a phenomenon and I'm a-
0: She's one, is there, and that this is what's strange, is Carol Baskin, as weird as that whole show was, there wouldn't be many people who haven't heard of Carol Baskin. I know, but it's such
3: a weird thing because people want to hear from her, but they're still trying to work out whether she's a murderer.
0: Yeah, it's strange. Which is,
3: it? like, there's someone that's disappeared mm. and no one's held responsible, but they're not investigating anymore.
2: I think they reopened the case after yeah. they put the show In the meantime,
3: it. she's just doing little...
2: Yeah. YouTube channel? I would suggest that her YouTube channel, because she needs content, she would go to prep for it. She'd put in lions in a Google search for news to see if anything's happened in the lion world, and that has popped up, so she's put that. If she, in, she
3: says tigers, she's wrong, though. What does she say? Who wins?
6: Uh whatever. And I want to wish the Brisbane Lions good luck and let you know that I'll be rooting for you. If I, if I had any idea at all, about football, which I do not, except that it's a ball. Cats love balls. So go out and have yourselves a ball, guys. Good luck. Stay cool. Why? She's picked the lions. She's, she's picked the lions. Yeah. Yeah. She's sensible.
3: But I love how she says bris- Brisbane, Brisbane. Brisbane.
6: Brisbane. Brisbane.
2: Why
3: would Baskin pick the lions? Because she knows that they, they're going to win. But she, yeah. well, she likes tigers. But, but she likes at, the, tigers. at the same time, she's aware of how ferocious lions are. Like If you had Ooh. to pick one, you'd pick king of the jungle.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. And they're bigger. They look stronger. And Lion King.
3: We've all seen that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there isn't a Tiger King, is there, apart from that one? But like a <laughs> there
0: big... isn't a Tiger as that As that sentence left your mouth, <laughs> but you're there like, how, a do tiger I, king how do I put it back besides in? Besides that one. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Tripping out in my own words. So there you go. Oh, Bruce I love it. Go Lions! The, uh, the Carol Baskin is behind you as well. Stab. Abby and Matt for breakfast, B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow. We're going to play it for $10,000. It happens at 7 a.m. It also happens at 8 a.m. And right now we give you answers to make it easy to play. Uh, Your letters are
2: A for Anne Hathaway and B for Vacatione.
1: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast, B105. I will not be
3: lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. I will not. Not now, not ever. I got an email, and I don't, I, I don't know, this is quite strange. Just okay. have a little bit of an open mind to sure. it, okay? Because I got an email saying that the uh, event for this year has been cancelled, and it's going to go online. And I thought, what is this event? And I've never heard of it before, but it's been going on for 28 years. Right. It's called the Ernie's. And it's put on by the Honourable Dr. Meredith uh, Bergman. She is a, uh, a, she's a previous politician. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an amazing person. I've never heard of her
4: before. Mm. But
3: 28 years ago, she decided to put on a little bit of an event as a joke. So things that happened in politics or maybe in the media that were said and they were sort of a sexist remark, they would play them
0: in a, in a group of girls and they would boo them. Right. Okay, right.
2: Sounds like a fun time. Is
0: this kind of like, you know when someone says something to you and then you don't get your sweet comeback until two days later when you're alone in the car? Yeah. I really wish I I could be in front of them again to give them my comeback. It Mm. was honestly just a
3: dinner that they had at Parliament
0: House. Right. And there was a few
3: people that went and then it grew to um, 400 and now it's just grown. And they dress up, which got me because, mm. you know, I love a dress up. Love a dress so up. So they might do like bad maternity um, wear from previous years and they'll all wear that. <laughs> or right. they might do women's in sports and mm. they do a different event and then they replay these ones. But it's hard to get your head around because they're actually terrible comments. Right. And then the winner is the person that gets booed the loudest.
2: Ah, the most misogynistic. And the,
3: yeah. And they will have different um, comet like different awards for different ones.
0: What does he win? He <laughs> wins a pig
3: statue. <laughs>
0: a pig statue. That's great. The a
3: different statue for each award. I un- I understand where it's coming from, but it's really quite right. weird to hear. So th- someone who's up for a nomination is um, Bruce McAvaney.
2: Yes, he's had a shocking year. He was yeah.
3: a-, a commentator and he was referring to a Collingwood player, um, Jordan DeGoey, who had previously been charged with assault back in 2015. It's come back in 2018. It hasn't been resolved, so it's come back out. Um, apparently, in the media, some people are saying it's gone through and it's all put to rest.
0: Right, okay. But when
3: he was referring to it on the commentary, um, talking about an um, indecent assault, he called it a hiccup. Mm. This was
4: it.
5: Listen to his confidence, in the world a good job. He's had a okay year so far, and then he's had a hiccup. We know this is an important kickoff in the opinion it really is. So let's see if you can nail it. Forty-five meters out. Good. What a start, eh?
3: Little hiccup. People have said it's yeah. uncomfortable, especially when you know a Sydney Swan player just got stood down mm. um, for, for allegations. They're like, "That's right, that that happens." So that they would play that, and the women would boo. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't get the loudest boo, then it doesn't win.
2: Right. Which one is that? Yeah. So that wasn't the winner.
3: Well, they haven't done it. It's going to be on Zoom. Oh, right. But I thought I'd play one. Uh, Are you
0: going? It sounds like you might go. I think she's a ho. I don't.
3: I don't think I would be able to handle it. No? Because some of the comments, and I'm not going to play them all, but some of them are so bad mm. that I feel uncomfortable listening. But they have been said.
2: Mm. And you got to, that they're taking the power back.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I wouldn't be able to, to handle it. I you don't like a idea.
2: roast or anything like no, that I either, do you? No, I don't. True.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, one person that's up for the warning, which is um, sexism in sport, see if you can guess, fun little game for you, is... Israel Falau, I haven't got that one for you, but right. for his uh, bushfires crippling Australia with God's punishment, remember?
0: Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Everyone God. can boo that. Yeah, and then you would boo, and if they get the loudest boo, then you get a winner. Uh, was last God, year's winner? No, you know what? That's just made me realise when Israel Folau was the thing everybody talked about. That was about, at the start of the year. I remember know. I, remember <laughs> I staked out his gym? <laughs> yes, there are <laughs> so many things that have happened in this godforsaken it year. That was last year, though, wasn't
2: it? End of last year, yeah. Was it? I thought. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Wow. Yes. So,
3: so uh, the person who won the award for last year was Alan Jones. Oh, well. So they replayed this and he got the loudest boo.
2: She's a clown, Jacinda Ardern, a complete clown. I just wonder whether Scott Morrison's going to be fully briefed to shove a sock down the throat. I mean, she is a joke, this woman, and an absolute and utter lightweight. Why the hell are we listening to Jacinda Ardern? If I see her once more on the TV, I'll puke. Yeah.
3: And then they'll all boo.
2: Right. what I like what I like about this is.
3: It's a weird concept, isn't it? I mean, I love what? the
2: whole concept. Tell me what is it that you well, like. I love the fact that, Abby doesn't want to go because she doesn't think she can handle it but she's essentially doing the award ceremony here on the radio show mm. I
3: think it's a, I, on a, no 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 I wouldn't even play some of them stuff I wouldn't be able to handle it like some of them are quite repulsive Yeah, yeah. but I just like the, uh, the concept of it great concept. where it's like rather than pushing it aside you actually give a platform to say this is what we're not going to do anymore
2: mm. and you hold the people
0: accountable for and their comments and all the people
3: comments. that go are like leaders from around Australia mm. and then they dress up
0: why
2: does no one know about this?
0: I guess you got to be invited. I don't know. Hmm. It's not the mainstream media. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> There's another one here. We want to play this?
1: No. No? Okay, no.
0: no. I can't handle See, it. See, this is the okay, thing. I can't up. handle it.
1: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. First date. That first, first date is always daunting.
3: It is. Oh. Um, I'm talking about dating and also being a vegetarian because today is World Vegetarian Day. Okay. How many times I've tried to be a vegetarian? Slowly going there. <laughs> I've introduced tofu. Do a few vegetarian days a mm-hmm. year.
0: stopped eating beef. You can't I'm trying. go. Trying. Do you go cold turkey when you try and go veggie? Can't. That's
2: uh, it's <laughs> off the menu. <laughs> <laughs>
0: slowly,
3: slowly. I, I try and do it for environmental reasons, but I just love steaks. But anyway, they've talked about being uh, maybe a vegetarian or a vegan and dating because a lot of people have said it's a bit of a deal-breaker. So they might meet someone on Tinder and go, hey, we should go out for for dinner, and they go out for dinner and one of them orders a meat dish and the other one goes, oh, I'm vegan, and they're like, ugh. Mm. Because 75% said that they wouldn't date someone.
0: Well, the thing is, it depends. I And, look, I've never dated a vegan, Mm. but I imagine if they're a vegan for ethical reasons... Would be different to someone who's a vegan because they don't really enjoy meat, you know. Because mm. every yeah. time you go to the RSL and you get yourself the cheap Tuesday T-bone steak, mm. they just look at you like mm. when you my, were doing oh your my... lamb roast on a Sunday. Mm.
3: Yeah. See, mm. my vegan friends are pretty good. They don't. They just do it for them, and it's okay what everyone else wants yeah. to eat. But it's just hard when they come over for dinner.
0: Yeah. Because I'm yeah. not very good
3: at cooking vegan or vegetarian meals. Oh,
0: did your meat touch that pan three weeks ago? Yeah, don't put my tofu in are it.
3: US? You just think they're all the same, don't
0: you? <laughs> they are. Do you <laughs> have
3: any vegan friends?
0: No, I sacked them all. <laughs> <laughs> when he found out. All right, this one is,
3: this one, is one that you're also not going to like, is non-drinker. Mm. So 35% of people say that they would prefer to meet
0: for a drink. Yeah, yeah. see, that is hard mm. if, you're, if you're someone who likes a drink because... Mm. They get to see you drunk when Well, they're, they're giving sober.
3: you a so- solution and they're saying, you know, if you're going on a date, just try not to make a big deal out of being a non-drinker. You know, but in the early stage of, of maybe not drinking, mm. it is a big deal to you. Mm. So it's such a big focus. Mm. Remember Osher always said that, because his wife um, drinks and he famously ha- has given up mm-hmm. alcohol, but he was saying that it's really hard when they go out and she, he can smell it so much. Mm. So he's like, oh, uh, is yeah, she going to in the other she, me room? Me
0: too. Yeah, she does. yeah. She's How are they lasting?
3: She's Jean. She's like, I'm not, gonna I'm not going vegan. But she is a very good uh, cook.
0: vegan yeah, yeah. cook. Yeah. See, I guess the other thing is too, I guess it would be different if you if they were an alcoholic. You'd have to front that straight up, and, you know. Yeah.
3: And then if you really like them, then you wouldn't want to drink around them Yeah. as well. Um, another one is being a gym junkie. So they're saying oh. that 55% of people um, say that going to the gym is a bit of a turn off. You know when they come and they go, oh, like, you know. I, I've gone on a date with someone before and they're like, how much is the steak weigh? The oh, yeah. Can I have two of those if it oh, weighs yeah. and yeah. do it, the calculator? And you're like, oh, okay, no worries. And the, the last one, too much self-development or being overly spiritual. 70% said that that's off-putting. So, so the solution is just to keep your self-development and your spiritual interest to yourself, yourself. for a little while before trying to convert others.
0: Everyone knows that. Don't be your true self in the first six months of the relationship. Be someone completely different. Make them fall in love with you, and then show them who you are. But
2: we we're, uh, know. we're about we're about to eat, and uh, <coughs> amen.
3: <coughs> <laughs> Why are you having steak tonight?
5: But
3: <laughs> well, we do in thirteen ten sixty. Have you dated someone that you sort of thought was a bit of a deal breaker, and it was fine? So you're a big meat eater, you went out, they're vegan, you're like, this is
0: fine. What did you give it go?
5: Mm.
0: Like,
3: maybe you... you were like, no, that's not going to last. Or maybe you became one yourself.
0: Uh, yeah. Did you, do... did you try and date a
3: vegan, non-drinker, gym junkie, or a self-development <laughs>
0: expert? <laughs> oh, I would love to hear from people who, someone who wasn't religious, who dated an overly religious person. Mm. Because when Esther and I first got together, I never went to church at all. And she never tried to make me go to church. Her whole family goes to church. So when did you first go then?
3: Um, Did she just on a Sunday morning disappear and you're like, oh, she's not into it?
0: No, I knew she was gone all the time, like where she was going. I don't know, I just woke up one day and I was like, yeah, might come along, have a go. So slowly she did it.
2: Yeah, whatever she did, (laughs) it was slowly and insipidly. But she got you. Maybe,
6: maybe.
0: (laughs) Who knows? But I'm talking like that whole... You imagine if you're a party guy and you meet that girl and you're like, mm. I'm in love with them. And they're like, mm, not till marriage, mm. you know? Oh. Uh, so we're asking, that, did you try and date someone who uh, had a different lifestyle to you? Sarah and Bracken Rich has. What's your story?
1: Um, my husband
3: is
4: a big gamer and uh, he used to play Warcraft. Well, uh-huh. he still does play
6: Warcraft, mm. so he got me to try Warcraft.
2: And how did that... Well, he's your husband, so I guess it went all right. <laughs>
6: He still plays 10 years later, so I guess it's all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you play?
3: Um, I play a different game on a different console.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, that's oh. it. Wow. How does well, an Stephen Xbox... Stephen Stabs a... <laughs>
0: turned on. Look out, Sarah. <laughs> no,
2: it's more an Xboxer and a PlayStation to get together. That's like Arnold Schwarzenegger is. and um, Marie Schriever. <laughs> right. Wow. Down, all the way
4: down
0: the yeah, line. Yeah, me too, Sarah. For, <laughs> for some women, though, it can be the, the gaming thing, and especially like a World of Warcraft, it's that can so be a big turn-off, can't consuming.
3: Mm. It's like yeah, time-consuming. It, mm. it can be addictive. Um, and a lot of people we know play like 10 hours a day wow. and whatnot, and he plays when he can. He used to be one of the top 10 players in Australia wow. um, for his class, but... With three children, it doesn't leave a lot of time for him to play. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I don't think I could date a gamer. I mean, I did. It didn't work out.
0: Well, there you go. You can't.
3: Because I'd be waiting to go out to like parties, and I'd be dressed up. Oh. He'd be still on it.
0: Oh really? Yeah. And would you be standing there tapping your heel on the ground
2: while he's playing virtual date stimulator? (laughs) 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 Sounded
0: different in my head. Hey, uh, Maddie. Maddie, you tried to date someone a little different.
3: Yeah, um, they were, they were not drinkers, so, um, and all of my friends were, like, big drinkers, we wanted to party all the time, yeah. and when they'd come out with us, they'd just be, like, sitting in the corner, kind of, like, just drinking their water, and we we're, like, you sure you don't want anything else? Mm. Oh, yeah, I'll have a lemonade. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. How long did you date for? Um, we dated for a just under six months
2: yeah because I think if you are and it's great if you're a non-drinker it's fantastic but when you're out at a bar yeah. and stuff you've got to get involved and mm. you know yeah, otherwise don't exactly go up, right. you know
0: but there are the non-drinkers and I think these are the best like non-drinkers Husey. yeah he loves people they drink. will still party not ridicule you for drinking or anything did, did they care that you drank or were they still fine with it um, They didn't
3: care that um, we drank. Um, She was a good, like, she was a dancer. Like, Mm. she still got up and, like, got into it. But, yeah, yeah, just wasn't a drinker. That's like your wife says. She admires him, but she feels judged by him.
0: Yeah, yeah. But then I think that's a reflection on ourselves. Mm. We're like, oh, we can't be around people who aren't drinking. It's like (laughs) you just, all you're doing is you're judging yourself. Because they probably don't care. No. No. Mm. But it's like
3: waking up and our kids telling us. Oh. How we embarrassed in the next day, and we're like, settle down. We I were know. dancing.
0: I know. As long, On yeah. a table, <sighs> yeah, topless, yeah, in the middle of a caravan park. <laughs>
2: <laughs> settle down, Jagger. Could have been at your birthday <laughs> On party, all right? All
0: holidays. Mate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was,
3: it was Auntie Esther's uh, fault.
0: <laughs> Quinty, great name. Yeah, wonderful name. Uh, did you try to date someone different?
4: Well, I am at the moment. Okay. Oh, okay. oh what's the story? Um, so he has worked in an abattoir and I train horses and I'm vegetarian myself.
3: Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So when
4: and did we he have, yep. sorry?
3: Well, I wonder know when he first told you. Is it the, like straight, straight away?
4: Well, I told, he's like, why are you actually vegetarian? I'm like, oh. I used to work as an account manager and they told me how the, how everything works in an abattoir and it just, like, it made me feel so sick. I couldn't do it anymore. And he's like, yeah, I've worked there. I'm like, what? <laughs> right. So that was, and now we've got a restaurant and we sell Brisbane's
3: best burgers and stuff. So it's like, oh. I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> but you're still
4: vegetarian? Yeah, yeah.
5: But,
0: I
4: eat chicken sometimes,
5: but mainly, yeah, vegetarian stuff. Wow. Okay, hang on, Quinty,
0: <laughs> let me get this right. You didn't eat meat because you know what they do in the abattoir, but to pay your rent, you've got a burger joint. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Kevin
0: Walters
3: has won the race to become the new Broncos coach.
5: But he faces a monumental task, turning the Broncos back into a premiership force after their worst ever season. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Kevy Walters, the brand new Brisbane Broncos coach, mate, congratulations.
5: Yeah, thanks very much. Look, I'm, I'm very grateful for the opportunity uh, to be coaching uh, back at the Broncos, in particular in the head coaching role. It's something that I've chased uh, for the last 20 years, to be honest with mm. you. When I walked off, my, finished my playing career, I wanted to come back and you know, coach at the Broncos and particularly be the head coach. So, very grateful for the opportunity, but as everyone knows, there's a lot of work to be done and... I'm looking forward to that side of it as well because we can we can turn them around and get them back to you know being the club that uh, we all know them they should be.
3: And credit to you because you are so passionate about the Broncos and being overlooked for a job that you um, believe that you could have done um, yeah. and to be overlooked. Do you haven't harboured any ill feelings towards them?
5: No, maybe I mean look, you got to you know I understood I was uh, looked over last time and that's all part of. Um, you know, being in this game of rugby league and in all walks of life, actually, you don't always get what you want and sometimes you have to learn how to get things and I took that on board. It was extremely disappointing, I do have to say, but I accepted the decision and we got on with things and, you know, very, very grateful again to to get the opportunity. It's been a a long time coming, but good things in life are are worth waiting for. And,
2: of course, if that hadn't happened, we might not have been the Queensland side that we are now, you know, so...
5: Yeah, that's right, yeah. It's been, yeah, and... My last five years as coach of the Queensland side has really um, has been a great learning curve for me as well as, as a head coach. I mean, origin is the pinnacle of our game and for me to be involved and working with our elite players of Queensland has really sharpened up me as well as a coach, so that's been a blessing as well.
3: Kevin, what have you got for supporters like Matt, who were bitterly disappointed in the year, and he was upset that you know some of the players? Um, I did cry a little he bit. He did cry Kevin. a little <laughs> bit, I'm not and he was lie. saying, "You know, I I that,
5: nothing they wrong didn't... with crying. Real men cry." Yeah, exactly. I saw you cry that's last true. night too. But mate, he was saying worry. that
3: they just didn't have that passion on on the field. You know, and he, yeah. he was he was so upset about it. What have you got to say for the fans um, yeah. that want to come back in the
5: full glory? Yeah, well, well, Abby, and I'll say this to you too, Matty. There's been a disconnect within the Broncos um, for the, you know for some time now. I believe between not not just the players, but the, the staff, the administration staff, the, the um, supporters, the members, the, the sponsors of the club, the general community in Brisbane and across Queensland. There's been a disconnect, and you know, I, I'm my objective is to to get. This current group of players, right, understand the Broncos history. It's great. It's important. Broncos have won five premierships, and that's that's wonderful. But what's more important is, is right now in the 2021 group of players, what legacy are you going to leave in that Broncos jersey? Mm. Your time is now. And there's no Al Flanger. There's no Down Lockie. There's no Wally Lewis. Uh, you know, this is your time in the Broncos jersey. So you need to make that time really special and reconnect not only with your, your own players, but the community, you know. And they've always played such a strong part in the in the community, the Broncos, you know. Even B105 back in the day was yeah. a huge, you know, like the connection between that and mm. and the Broncos. All these, they're not little things, mm. all these, you know, but they're all important to, to making the Broncos, you know, the club that everyone wants them to be. Well, I, I couldn't agree more, and
0: that's what I, I said the day I had my little cry. It, the Broncos are the greatest club in the world, people will disagree with me on that, but that's how <laughs> I honestly believe. You know, there's no other club. My my dad, my grandfather, everyone. If you didn't, um, you know, follow the Broncos in my family, you were a disappointment. You're out of the family. In, in the family, <laughs> that's
5: right. You're, you're out on the street. You're yep. on your own. Buddy. Yes, you know I mean? exactly. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> exactly. And I think I that's remember, yeah, it's very important that there's that connection. You know, amongst the Brisbane community, amongst, amongst the Queensland community, because the Broncos were originally. Born back in 1988, but for, mm-hmm. for, and I don't want to get too passionate here about Queensland, but for Queensland kids to come and so they didn't have to go to Sydney or go to Canberra to, to further their careers in, yep. in the sport. Oh,
2: was that and that game against
5: Penrith? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Wally Lewis, Gene Miles, Alf Langer, some great of, history. Some of the original Broncos. Every kid in Queensland, and I was one of those. I was playing for the Raiders at the time. I wanted to come back and be and be part of that club. My mm. brother was playing there. Carrot, Alfie was there. I had good friends there, and I wanted to be part of it. And that's what we need to get back to. All those Queensland kids, come and play for the Broncos. We'll have you. We, we need you, you know, and that, that, that's that's what I'm thinking. And I reckon that's going to be a great um, project for us over the next, you know, six months is to reconnect all the players and everyone back into the community. You're giving me
0: goosebumps, Kevin.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, we need you guys to be part of it as well. I mean, you know, and, and uh, someone mentioned to me yesterday about there's no fun in the place. Well, of course there's no fun. Fun comes from winning, you know. Winning, when you're winning, you're having fun. And, and my job as the Queensland State of Origin coach is year, speaking to the players in, in the in the bubble, those in yeah. winning clubs like the Melbourne Storm, you know, they're great. There's lots of energy around them. And then you talk to the Broncos players, and they just, they just, I felt really sorry for them because you just tell that they had no energy. They were just looking forward to the end of the season. Mm. Well, that's finally arrived for them. So they can get out of the bubble. I believe they get out uh, um, Friday morning. The Broncos players and and they can then just get back into, into some real life and, you know, rest their minds, rest their bodies and get ready for a really tough preseason. Yeah.
0: Well, you said you want us involved, mate, B105 and our show, Stav, Abby, and Matt. Anything you guys need, we'll be there. We're, we're Broncos soon yeah. through.
5: Well, that's how it used to rock. Where everyone used to get behind the Broncos and, and want to be involved, and, and that support was greatly appreciated, I know, by the club. So... Yeah, Let's get it rocking. We're all in this together, and we're going to turn this club around. Okay? That's, I'm coming to training. That's it. I'm gonna,
2: I'll, I'll be there I'll with my boots on. You can t- t- <laughs> be the referee, Matt. You can be the
5: referee, because Alfie is a shit referee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good on you, Kevvy. Really appreciate <laughs> you calling us, no mate. Worries. Good no on worries. you. Thank,
5: Thank you. you. There, there he is.
0: He's our coach. The Brisbane Broncos are back on in 2021. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
1: All right. That's the podcast. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. Get that fun feeling in the morning.